The Infertility Podcast is a place of inspiration for every season in life, a resource where listeners can be encouraged to push past obstacles and be motivated by individual stories. The premise of infertility is understanding the season you are in and realizing that there are strategies that can be implemented to enjoy a fertile season. Now on with the show. Welcome to season four, episode three of the Infertility Podcast. This episode, we are going to focus on some teas and supplements as it relates to women's health and wellness. Now, before I begin, I have to be this, I have to give this disclaimer because I don't need you guys coming for me, all right? So the content is not intended to substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, vitamins, supplements, teas, or anything su- suggested in this episode. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking medical advice because of something you hear on this podcast. Now that we've got that out of the way, let's get into the tea. Well, first, I want to start off with a supplement, actually. So uh, the first supplement that I would like to suggest is Avacistol. So um, I I know I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Um, So it is a supplement that I have been taking since August of 2020. So although I was never diagnosed with PCOS, there were some symptoms that I had that were similar or mimicking a hormonal imbalance. So I started following um, this woman on uh, Instagram and her... Her uh, handle is PCOS.WeightLoss on Instagram. She's a PCOS dietitian. She has like a lot of great information. She's funny. She gives you the content in a very inter- entertaining fashion, um, but it's also really, really good in- information. So if you are suffering with PCOS, I do suggest that you follow that page. Again, it's PCOS.WeightLoss. And she doesn't only talk about weight loss, but just ways of managing PCOS and just hormone imbalance uh, in general. And so it is a great um, page to follow and to kind of watch and hear the content. So I believe the way you pronounce it is Avocetol. And so uh, on her page, she discussed Avocetol as a supplement and suggested it. So I um, did my research, I, I listened to what she had to say, and on the website where I ordered the um, Avocetol, it gave some really good information on what um, was in the supplement and what it helps with. So in um, Avocetol, there's 200 I'm sorry, 2,000 milligrams of myoincetol and 50 milligrams of chiroincetol, which is the body's normal 40 to 1 ratio. So if you're suffering with hormonal imbalance, diagnosed or not diagnosed, I would definitely recommend this. After taking the supplement, I felt the difference in like two days. My energy was um, really better. Um, That kind of died down probably because, you know, life is happening. And... Uh, I could tell like 
things were a little bit different with my body. Um, then after a month or so, I got my cycle and I was feeling much better with my cycle. Uh, and so it really helped with like how I was feeling, my overall mood, how my cycle was was coming on. Um, I just honestly love it. And I've recommended it to everyone who will basically listen to me at this point. Uh, so studies show that Incetol support supports healthy hormone levels, menstrual cycles, and it's really just good for your overall ovarian health. So I would recommend um, taking it for three months or 90 days um, consistently to see how you feel. And I've the people that I've suggested it to and have actually taken it, they've said how it's really helped their cycle. It's really helped how they feel, um, you know, around their cycle, before their cycle, you know, some people just think, oh, you know, your cycle is just the days that you have your cycle. But we as women, we know, like, even before you get your cycle, you're kind of going through some changes in your body. Um, but it's really, really helpful. So even if you're not trying to conceive, I would recommend this supplement because it's good for your overall health. It's good for your overall women wellness. So, um, the name of the product is Avocetol. It starts with an O, actually, but the way you pronounce it, I guess, it sounds um, like an A. So Avocetol is the name of that product. Now let's get into the tea. All right. So this is my recommendation for women in general and for women who are trying to conceive. So if you are pregnant or nursing, please consult with your OBGYN before you, you know, think about drinking any of these teas. The teas I'm going to discuss are natural teas. I know that there are many teas that are labeled as fertility teas. Um, there's a lot of products out there um, for fertility teas. I've personally never consumed any of those types of teas, so I can't really speak on them. But the teas I'm going to speak on um, during this episode are teas that you can find at your local grocery store. And I usually buy, you know, the organic version of these teas just to be, you know, extra precautious. Um, so the first two teas I'm going to talk about are not for fertility, but just overall health, um, because I think that's important whether you are trying to conceive or not um, in the, you know, season that we're in where we're hyper-focused on building our immune system and, uh, making sure that we're doing what we can to, you know, put our best foot forward health-wise, I think it's important to talk about these two teas. So the first one is green tea, and I think everyone's pretty familiar with green tea. Um, and I've been drinking green tea for years. Um, my favorite mix with green tea is green tea and mint. I can now drink it without any sugar, so I just simply brew it and drink it. Um, green tea is full of antioxidants and help to even prevent cell damage. So again, whether you're trying to conceive or not, this is a great, you know, tea to drink. Um, it is not processed much before you pour it into your cup. So there is something in the tea called catechins, which is very, very helpful for your overall health. Um, green tea has been shown to improve blood flow and lower cholesterol. Again, whether you're trying to conceive or not, those are two great things, um, especially if you are trying to conceive. The blood flow part of it is really important. And of course, lowering your cholesterol prior to getting pregnant is also very important. 
And some of the other benefits um, that you will see um, with green tea is it is great for oral health. So for um, women who are um, trying to conceive, I think it's really important in the beginning stages to really think about oral health because when you do end up getting pregnant, um, because of the hormonal changes that go into your body, um, your oral health is at risk. So you may have bleeding gums, gingivitis, all of these things. So doing the things beforehand to kind of help before you get pregnant is a good thing to do. Um, also, green tea helps with types, type 2 diabetes, which is also a good thing, and helps with inflammation. So overall, this is good for your health, your wellness, male or female. Um, green tea has even been um, shown in, in some studies to help uh, individuals lose weight. Um, so, I mean, overall, it's a really, really good tea to drink. Now, the second tea is echinacea tea. So I was introduced to echinacea tea um, years ago by one of my close friends. This was before um, COVID-19 um, that she suggested I drink this tea. Um, and it was, it, and now it's become really imperative during this time for me to drink it consistently. But echinacea tea, I, the reason why my friend suggested this was I was getting sick. Nor, um, normally I get sick like once a year. And I was finding myself getting sick, you know, multiple times a year. Uh, and she had suggested this. So echinacea tea is known for improving the immune system and fending off infections. So again, doing that kind of pre-work, even if you're not sick, drinking this tea, building up your immune system is very, very important. Um, again, if you're trying to conceive or not trying to conceive, this is a really good tea to drink. And especially um, for women who are trying to conceive, it's important to build up your immune system because when you do get pregnant, your immune system is compromised. So it's really good to do that kind of back-end work to make sure you have, you know, your immune system at its optimal level. So echinacea offers anti antibacterial properties that prevent pathogens from making you sick. Um, it is also good to soothe a sore throat. It minimizes aches and pains caused by the common cold and, and flu. I feel like nowadays we're not even talking about common cold or flu because of COVID, but that it's still a thing. And so um, this is a really good tea to drink. Um, as I stated, I used to get sick once a year and in that time period where I was getting sick frequently, um, this is when my friend suggested I drink this tea. I used to suffer with um, sinus infections pretty frequently. So I would get them um, once a year and then all of a sudden I was getting it like multiple times a year. So I started drinking this tea to bo um, boost up my immune system and let me tell you, it helped me tremendously. I really wish I knew about this tea like years ago because um, that would have really helped me, but um, it really, really helped build my immune system and, um, you know, even the tea and just like trying to mitigate stress, of course, which is, you know, hard <laughs> with life, but um, the tea really is helpful. So I think this tea is pretty flavorful. It has like a floral, like, sweet taste to it, maybe, in my opinion. Um, and this is another tea that I can drink with no sugar or anything added. However, if you need to, you know, drink tea, I would 
this tea, I would suggest if you have to have something sweet to drink tea, then to use, you know, organic honey and add a little bit to the tea and just make sure you're not too heavy handed um, um, when drinking the tea because uh, with with uh, honey while drinking the tea because you do want to watch, um, you know, your intake of honey and, and sugar, but honey is a, is a good um, additive instead of regular, you know, cane, sh you know, regular sugar, white sugar. All right. The next tea that I wanted to suggest is raspberry leaf tea. So this is another tea that I really enjoy. Um, and I got introduced to raspberry leaf tea because of the journey of trying to conceive. And it doesn't have a bad taste either. It's kind of floral. I don't know. Sometimes I mix the tea, so I'm, I forget. But this one doesn't have a bad taste. That I, I remember. I will tell you the one that has a bad taste in a moment. So <laughs> raspberry leaf tea is rich in several vitamins. So it's rich in vitamin C, so which is very good. It's rich in um, vitamin E. And it's also rich in calcium and iron. So all things that our body needs, um, especially for those who are trying to conceive. So raspberry leaf tea um, contains um, a photo progesterone properties. And this will also, of course, help with um, increasing your level of progesterone, which you need, of course, when trying to conceive. Uh, and um, this also helps enhance fertility. Also, red raspberry leaf has been known to reduce inflammation, which is also very important. And one of the things that um, really drew me to this tea was that it strengthens the uterine lining. So, um, you know, in the beginning stages when I was trying to conceive, like I was just taking in all of this information, you know, and understanding like how the body works. And so one of the things that stood out to me is that you need a strong uterine lining when trying to, to conceive. And like, I didn't know that. Um, and so when I found out that this tea, you know, provides that, that was one of the things that drew me to start drinking this tea. Again, consult with your doctor, but there are some other benefits that I want to, um, you know, include is that in, it, it increases fertility in both women and in men. So sometimes we're just focusing on what the women can do, but also this is a tea that men can drink as well. It is known, um, it is helpful in, help, in helping prevent um, miscarriage and hemorrhaging. And it helps with the uterus and prevents miscarriage and postpartum hemorrhages um, from a relaxed uterus. So um, again, this is a tea that can be, that you can drink throughout. But again, like I said earlier, consult with your doctor just to be sure because everyone is different. Um, as I say that this tea is a tea that's kind of easy to drink. Um, it's not bad. So this is another tea that I can drink with no sugar, no honey, and kind of get away with it. Um, sometimes I combine the red raspberry leaf tea with echinacea and just brew it together um, just so I'm kind of like getting benefits from both and just drinking, you know, one cup of tea. Um, so that's something that if you would like that you can do as well. Now, roasted dandelion root tea, friends, because I'm amongst friends. Let me start by saying that 
this one, I'm sorry, it's disgusting. There's no other way for me to put it to you guys, but it's gross. It is so like, I'm gonna use my husband's word. It's so potent that you have to put something in it. And even if you put like, I always put like honey, I put um, lemon, it doesn't really help, but it makes it easier. <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie to you, this tea is not the best tasting, but it's really good for you. Um, so it's a just it's just a suggestion. So it has an excellent source of potassium, um, a mineral and of minerals and electrolytes that stimulates the heartbeat. So it's really good for your heart. Um, pot potassium may help with kidney filtering toxins. It's more effective um, in improving blood flow. So this is another one that's really good for blood flow. Um, in 2018, I had a kidney stone. And so my sorority sister suggested, uh, it's actually the roasted dandelion tea. Um, and she suggested this because it really helps with releasing and removing toxins. Um, so I've been really drinking it since that 2018 time period. I don't drink it as often as the other teas because it's so difficult to drink, but I do try to drink it consistently because I know it's a tea that's good for your overall health. Uh, it promotes um, good liver health. It also prevents UTIs. I know that this is a subject that we as women really don't talk about as much, but um, you know, there are many women who suffer with um, UTIs often. Um, so I would recommend this tea, again, because it helps filter out toxins and what have you. It also soothes digestion. So if you have any uh, digestion problems, um, I would suggest this tea. There's another tea if, you're, if, it's, if you simply have a digestive problem. Um, there's a tea that um, my sister, Jerielle, recommended for me, um, I think it was a year or two ago, um, Smooth Move, which really helps. So she put me onto that um, and that helps too. So if you have digestion issues, then the roasted dandelion tea or Smooth Move would help. Um, but back to uh, the roasted dandelion uh, root tea, it has vitamin A, C, and K. And also it contains vitamin E, and for those who are trying to conceive, it is important to note that it contains folate and small amounts of the B vitamins, which is intriguing when trying to conceive that you have those vitamins as part of your, you know, everyday intake um, to prepare your body for a child. So this um, episode was really dedicated to some of the things I've been using um, and that I've personally seen a difference in using. So um, the first one being the um, ovocystol and then green tea, which is something that you can kind of drink every day, echinacea for your immune system, raspberry leaf tea, uh, if, especially if you're trying to conceive, this is a really good tea to continue to drink consistently. And the roasted dandelion root tea is good, whether you're trying to conceive or not. But again, remember that I did preface that it's not the best tasting tea. Don't say I didn't warn you. Okay, as we close, I want to remind you to speak to your primary care physician 
and or OBGYN, depending on what track you're on. So whether you're trying to conceive or not conceive, um, you're just looking for overall uh, women's health and wellness, um, you know, just always check things with your uh, physician just to be sure that things are okay. I would also say do your own research um, and ask questions often. So as I stated in the beginning, I was never diagnosed with um, PCOS. I was never even diagnosed with a hormone hormonal imbalance, but I could tell like something is off in my body. And so I really sought out to find um, organic, natural ways to deal with things. Uh, and so that's really kind of what put me on to drinking teas and making sure I'm taking certain supplements. So um, there are natural res remedies to help your overall health. And whether or not you're trying to conceive, there are so many resources out there. So I really encourage you to do your re own research, read up on the teas, read, re read up on different supplements that you can take, things that will help you with your overall health. So this episode is pretty short only because I wanted to, it to be strict and concise of tea so that you can get this information and decide which one you're purchasing. Um, so I hope it was very helpful. And that's the tea, y'all. That's, that's the tea on the tea. So I hope that you found something out of this episode that will help you with your general health and for my ladies that's still on this journey with me of trying to conceive that it will help you along the way. So I hope that you've already listened to episode one and two and that you're enjoying the content so far and we will catch up soon. Ciao. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Infertility Podcast. Be sure to connect with me via social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Danielle Joseph or on Facebook, Master Mentor and Minister. Or you can visit my website, which is www.iamdaniellejoseph.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.